The only thing that is exactly the same is the uh, usage of the uh, the term street rat. They still <laughs> say street rat a lot in this one. Just a lot of people calling Aladdin a street rat. And every time he gets called a street rat, he addresses it. He's like, street rat. Oh, damn it. A, oh, I'm no street rat. They just think well, of me as some street rat. Yeah. And then someone walks by, they're like, you're a fucking street rat. <laughs> Fuck like, you, Aladdin. Brunch. Hit it, boys. Hey, I listened to the Carly Rae Jepsen album. What'd you think? Uh, I don't know. I haven't heard the album, but I did listen to that uh, one song that you like the most. Uh, the Why I want the want while you in my room. Yeah, very good song. Very good. Awesome song. song. Great song. Uh, gets in and gets out. That's what I like the most about it. You know who uh, produced that song? Who? Jack Antonoff. Really? Yeah. Ah, good for him. It was. It's. I mean, it's very. Um, it's very modern. Lionel Richie all night long. But oh, yeah. that's cool. It's a good thing. That's fine. Anytime you get that comparison, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the percussion was kind of the the hallmark of it. So I guess it's not too surprising that Jack Antonoff produced it. But it was more like shakers and stuff and cool percussion and not just like... It's like everything that I want in a Carly Rae Jepsen song. It has stupid ass lyrics. Hell yeah. Uh, it's got, you know, it's got like some sort of 80s vibe and it's just very, very fun. Yeah, I uh, I got some other reviews on that album. That uh, people have said, like, hey, if you listen to this album, uh, it's good. It's not. There's one review that I got was it doesn't have a cut to the feeling. Yeah, that's it. I mean, but did, cut to did the Emotion? Is like one of the best songs yeah. ever. I don't think Emotion did either. Emotion? That wasn't off of. Cut to the feeling, I think, was. Uh, it, what was it? The previous one, I think. Or was it a single? I think it, it, it was separate, but I don't know if it was. Uh, Emotion uh, B sides, or if it just came out. I after think it was post emotion. I, I it was definitely post emotion, but I don't know if it was on the but uh, so, second half that she put out. So if I have to like compare it to emotion, which is unfair because emotion's fucking unbelievable. Yeah. But it's a uh, it's a worse album, but I think it it may have higher peaks. Like there are bangers on this. I think it's called Dedicated. Yes, it is. Uh, there are bangers like there are three or four songs that i have not stopped listening to and mm. i just have ignored the rest of the album and i'm sure once i get out on to the rest of the album i'll be obsessed with those songs too um but i'm having fun with it the cool thing about carly ray jepsen and now this is going to be an old emotion take that maybe we had at the time when she came out with emotion did she just was it just called emotion b-sides yeah or like emotion b whatever uh that None of all of her songs generally have a baseline, and it's because they're all stupid. Yeah, like you could take, you could make an album, you could record thirty songs and be like, okay, here are the ten best, or like the the fifteen best. Here's the album, and you're like, great. And then she can put out the other fifteen, and you're like, quality wise. I see absolutely no difference. Right. You know, it, Carly Rae Jepsen is like the John Wick of music right where, well, as long as you get it right yeah. as long as you get it and also she's very self-aware she knows exactly what she does well Hell she yeah. sticks to it and uh consistently delivers and it's always a fun time yeah man i'm, I'm gonna start listening to the album because that that one song is very good and again i'm i'm holding way too much against her for party for one just being a little too stupid 
And she, I want her to be stupid. Like, but you those also songs liked, gotta be some silly what was ass. The one, what was the one from Emotion that was uh, like boys something? Oh, uh, b- uh, Boy Problems? Boy Problems. That song's that song so rules. fucking stupid. Oh, yeah. It's a, that, yeah. That's, like that was the, her over the edge problems. stupid song on Who's Emotion. Got em? <laughs> yeah. Like, anyway, anyone here ever have a problem with a boy? <laughs> Hey, here's one. Like you guys see in this, sometimes, sometimes uh, you 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 got a little uh, trouble. It's in, the topic in a that like department. It's the topic that like ninety five percent of pop songs are rooted in. Yeah, and she's just like explicitly addressing she, it like, and being boils like, it down to like <laughs> sometimes as a heterosexual girl. <laughs> I'll just like there will be a boy in my life. Not even because it's like not the best. Eighty percent of her listeners are gay men, so it's just like that's very true. It could be pandering. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, uh, was the guy from? Oh, you didn't see Booksmart. I did not. Okay, you convinced gonna... me not to see it because you're a fucking asshole. Right, but also, uh, yeah. we'll get to it. I, I'm not that mad because I ended up seeing Aladdin. We'll review Aladdin today. I loved Aladdin. Yes, great. Uh, this was a great brunch move. Of really, also an Aladdin move. Uh, do you trust me? Yes. Uh, you. Uh, we were getting ready to do this episode today. You were going to see uh, Booksmart. And I was like, have you seen Aladdin yet? And you're like, no. Why do you think I should see Aladdin instead? Right. I, my, my first thought was that you wanted me to see Aladdin because it was an absolute piece of shit. Because we love talking about pieces of shit. Right. And also, we'll get to this later. Classic, but it looked like, like a piece of shit. Oh, God. Yeah. That would be like a classic uh, messing with you move. It'd be <laughs> yeah. like if I saw Booksmart See, I would have been Aladdin, fucking but pissed. one of them was great. Yeah. I was like, hey, yo, make sure you see this other one. Uh you saw Aladdin instead. And I'll tell you, before we get into Aladdin and everything, um, there is just more meat on the Aladdin bone than there is on Booksmart. Booksmart was really good. Uh, I I don't know if it was Olivia Wilde's debut uh, directing. Did, yeah, I think so. But, I mean, she did a great job. It was a really good movie. But Aladdin is so much more a brunch movie than Booksmart. Basically, you had the option to see a movie that was like drunk, puking, hooking up, or you could see, whoa, they're like, it's all big and they're singing and dancing and everything. (laughs) We're going to take the singing and dancing one uh, 10 times out of 10. Is this this year's Mamma Mia? Did you see my tweet after I saw it? No, I didn't. After I got out of the theater, I tweeted... Aladdin was the most enjoyable, uh, fun movie I've seen since Mamma Mia 2, Run, Don't Walk. And a bunch of people, probably who didn't see the movie, responded, and they were like, oh, come on, man. Oh, oh, like, oh, it's it's trash. There's no way people, I don't know how many people saw Aladdin. Did it do good at the box? You know, I read it actually did do uh, pretty good. That doesn't good. surprise me, but I, I tweeted about it. Uh, and I said that I really enjoyed it, despite it looking like garbage in the uh, in the promotional campaign. And like a bunch of people tweeted at me saying that they loved it. They, oh yeah, they well, thought the same way. Into, let's just get into Aladdin now. Uh, it was very very fun. Will Smith stole the show as he was supposed to. I think that one thing that people miss when reviewing Aladdin uh, is that it's about the genie. If you're looking into other stuff, and I saw. Um, Jeff Lowe, a few other people pointed this out. They were like, the movie wasn't great because uh, the guy who played Aladdin Not that wasn't good. amazing. No. And like the Aladdin character wasn't that amazing. 
Newsflash, people. He's not. No one fucking cares about Aladdin. <laughs> Nobody is going to Aladdin for Aladdin. Nobody cared about Aladdin in the first one. I've said on this podcast, I've been like, hey, Steve from Full House, Aladdin, and it's gone over your head because you didn't know, you didn't care. No one cares about Aladdin himself. It's about, it's 99% about the genie, maybe a little bit about Jasmine. Uh, actually, I'll scale that back. It's like, 85% about the uh, genie, uh, 10% about Jasmine, and where are we at? 97%? Yes. Uh, 3% about Iago. One of my. Who's Iago? The parrot. Okay. That, they yeah. they just, went in they on the parrot. skipped Iago being fun. And this one? No, yeah, yeah he just recites things. Yeah, yeah, Iago was he was, fun in the first one? I, Iago I, was Gilbert Gottfried in the first oh, one. Oh, okay. The, the movie was nobody knew who anybody was except that they were like, "Yo, Robin Williams and Gilbert Gottfried went nuts." I read a thing that said uh, when they made the second uh, Aladdin, the one that went direct to uh, video, it's called Return of Jafar. The one thing they said they were like, "Man." We're not going to spend a ton of money on this. I don't think they brought uh, Robin Williams back for that one, although he was not the third one, which is dope. We should rewatch the third one and talk about that sometime. Uh, they brought. They were like, we got to get Gilbert Gottfried back. Got to get that guy back. So in the second one, I think the only one who's there, I don't know, maybe Steve from Full House was free, so he stayed in it. But uh, they kept Iago because Iago was, Iago was great. Jafar and Iago were a, uh, a real gruesome twosome. In the first one, in the original Who one. Who voiced Jafar in the first one? Uh, I don't know. I want to say Jeremy Irons, but that's uh, Scar. That's Scar. And so I, I, but I think that maybe they had had like a villain deal with him. Okay. They were like, hey, we're going to put you in. Let's. Well, well I mean, I'll, I'll say this right now. Jafar in this one stunk. Lame as hell. Jeff, Jafar was lame, but I give him some makeup points because he was hot. Was he though? I didn't remember I don't Jafar think he was. being a looker. Oh yeah, no. Jafar is, I don't know, hot. Like handsome, he wasn't the most handsome guy. If I'm in that at my movie. like Armenian bazaar and I see <laughs> Jafar walk in, I'm like, ooh, who's he married to? He had a he had a neck beard going on. It was, Did he? It was distracting. Ah, uh, I'll he tell had you, the, bad the, hair and the, bad facial. The hair. Sultan looked like shit. <laughs> he was <laughs> old as hell, but he was like he was like a cuddly grandpa. Yeah, I was a fan. They I was made a fan him, of that guy. They he looked like somebody too, and I just couldn't put my finger on it. And he he was like very uh, intriguing to me. Yeah, the um, the, the the Jafar Sultan dynamic maybe wasn't what it was in the first one. He just didn't seem evil. The, he seemed the, the lame whole, like, as shit. Casting his spell with the uh, with his staff that seemed even though I've I've seen the Disney one and I know that it does that. I feel like they really kind of glossed over that that just happens. That he's just walking around with a staff that. That transfixes people and hypnotizes them. Yeah, well, I also, I mean, I, I, I'm trying not to go out of order here in, in my takes, but they really gloss over the fact fact as well that, like, when Jafar gets his hands on the lamp and, like, one of the rules of the lamp is that you can't wish for more wishes, Yeah, Jafar's like, oh, okay, well, then just make me the most powerful sorcerer in the world and then I can make my own fucking wishes. Oh, you know what? That's pretty, did he actually, did he explain it that way? No, but like yeah. that's what happened. He he like was able to do anything that he wanted because he was the most powerful person. But the genie does say like, "Hey, just a heads up. Uh, don't wish for power. It's gonna end up being bad." He says it to Aladdin right off the bat. He says, to "Right, the gay man. right." But if if Jafar didn't go over the top, 
He yeah. he he basically gamed the system by earning himself more wishes by becoming a sorcerer. Well, I think Jafar was probably the smartest guy there, right? It's really not Al- saying Aladdin much. Aladdin was right. Aladdin was uh, street smart. You, well, you know, it was it was. Uh, I immediately came to this conclusion, but it, this movie was Aladdin's Creed instead of Assassin's Creed. He's just a guy that fucking. I'll tell you, I don't know what that means. <laughs> the, the Assassin's Creed video game. No. It's just like somebody who like blends in and can do a fucking cool parkour. Oh, that's nice. all Aladdin it was. Oh, heavy parkour in this. Um, people, you might be wondering, was this like a shot-for-shot remake? Did they did they steal anything or did, not steal? But like, you know what I'm saying? Did they make it like line for line? The only thing that is exactly the same is the uh, usage of the uh, the term street rat. They still <laughs> say street rat a lot in this one. Just a lot of people calling Aladdin a street rat, and every time he gets called a street rat, he addresses it. He's like. Street rat, damn it. Oh, I'm no street rat. They just think of me as some street rat. And then someone walks by, they're like, you're a fucking street rat. Fuck (laughs) you, Aladdin. Like, in that town, everybody knows that calling Aladdin a street rat triggers him. So they're like, they discuss it amongst themselves. They're like, hey, make sure to call that guy a street rat because it will ruin his fucking day. They really rattle him. If uh, Will Smith came out of the uh, lamp, it was like, What's up, street rat? What wishes do you want? <laughs> Aladdin would have walked away from the genie, waiting to grant him wish his wishes three, and been like, I'm no street rat. They called me a street rat again. And would have had uh, some song. Uh, speaking of songs, they didn't put too many extra songs in it, which was nice. They didn't yeah, give there were a couple They cut the Jafar's musical. song. What was the Jafar song? I don't know, but I saw that they cut the Jafar song, and I was like, that's, that probably because, that's probably because Jafar was lame as fuck. Did they pull an Adam McKay and they cut the musical pretend number. that there was a yes. Jafar song that there probably wasn't? Yep. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't hate Jafar as much as everybody else. I think that he wasn't, he wasn't uh, threatening. He, was just, he, wasn't, he, was just he like wasn't cool. He wasn't guy. badass. Yeah, I don't – I think that Jafar in the movie – in the I keep saying in the movie – they were both films, Dave. Uh, in the animated uh, one. Well, this one's a film. The animated one's a movie. Nice. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. So in the movie, Jafar is like 31 feet tall, really skinny. He's like Dougie Hamilton. Oh, really? In, the, in I don't know. I feel like they, they make him uh, like a, a tall man. He's got uh, his face. Man, his face Gaunt. goes. It's long. Okay. It, it is... Again, I'll say Dougie Hamilton. They compared him to Beaker. His he had a face like Beaker, okay, like a really stretched out face. In this one, I round. Know, maybe, they, maybe they couldn't find someone with, pretty round uh, with that sort of uh, malformation. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that guy was handsome, so I at least give him some makeup points. I had him as just meh. Uh, Scar? No, uh, uh, Aladdin. Not Scar, but both of them. Uh, Aladdin was again. Aladdin was fine, but. You're missing the point if you're dwelling on Aladdin. No, I'm when just saying anybody... looks wise. Like oh, he was looks... just he was just a man for me. I mean, he was he was handsome, but nothing out of this world. He was I think okay. I, I said it from the beginning. The fact that they gave I, I didn't like that they gave him a shirt. Oh, make yeah. make him shirtless with the vest. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, the vest they they went away from the vest look. Did they also they also didn't have that uh, little cup hat thing nope. on his head no nope. um yeah i mean i'll tell you they devoted all of their uh looker attributes to jasmine oh man uh she the, was stunning jasmine is the new young donna 
Yes, there's so many comparisons totally. between Mamma Mia Two and and uh, Aladdin, and my obsession with with uh, Lily James has now become my obsession with Naomi Scott. Uh, Naomi Scott, who we both agreed before this, absolutely sounds like the name of somebody who is already famous, yep. who we already knew about. And when I when I saw the credits, I was like, man, that like. Man, who is who is this this new queen that we're about to stand? And it said Naomi Scott, and I was like, "Oh, it's Naomi Scott." Yeah, well, well, even when they did Power Rangers, I I don't know who this person is. Even when they did the uh, like the the pre movie intros and like the credits and stuff at the beginning, I was like, "Oh, Naomi Scott's in this." (laughs) (laughs) Turns out, didn't know who the fuck that was. Yeah, and when I read about it, uh, when I read uh, Jeff Lowe's review of it, he was like Naomi Scott, like the very like underrated, underappreciated. I was like, man. When I saw that name, I thought that right. was somebody I've known for years. I think I, I swear that I think every person named Naomi is the same, and they are all famous. Good chance if you name your if, if it's Naomi. Right? How many non-famous Naomi's do you know? I'll tell this: if you do uh, Naomi, you've got to uh, make it a one-syllable last name. Yeah, that is going to like if your name is like uh, you can do two, I guess. You, if there's like a like Naomi Walker, that sounds famous. Yep. Uh, Naomi, but if you're like Naomi, Ni- actually, I think Naomi Scott. like every last name works. Honestly, Naomi Casablancas, absolutely famous. Yeah, they'd be like, "Oh, is she married to Julian Casablanca?" <laughs> yes. Uh, it was like Naomi Jeff. Yep, Naomi Jeff sounds like uh, a it's- rapper who's a man named Jeff, and he just went with like Naomi as. Uh, like an adjective. I can't wait for uh, Jeff Israel to change his Twitter display name to Naomi Jeff. <laughs> Naomi Jeff. Uh, shouts out Jeff Israel. Uh, got quote tweeted by Rich Peverly today. Very happy for him. Big, big moment for, for him. Uh, one of the earliest takeaways before I even saw Aladdin was that the runtime was way too fucking long. You, mm. you told me to see it. I, I booked my ticket and saw two hours and ten minutes or two hours and nine minutes, whatever it was. And I was like... Absolutely fucking not. There is no way that a uh, a Disney movie or a kids movie should exceed two hours. And I'm sticking by that. I don't stick by that. I right. go back on it because there want to spend n- more time watching <laughs> yeah, Aladdin. Exactly. And it never felt too long, honestly. Right. Uh, and I, I mean, I'll tell you, I took a, I, I utilized the Run P app, stretched my legs, filled up my uh, my water during the scene where he comes in after he comes in as uh prince ali by the way run p said or run is that what it's called yeah yeah uh it's one of the p times was uh it was like uh when they begin to enter uh agrabah when uh as prince ali as prince ali so like the biggest like, fucking so number prince ali <laughs> the biggest fucking number basically of that entire right. movie and I think the, the description is like, oh, they just sing a song. <laughs> what? I mean, so it, it yes, makes me not. But also, what the fuck are you going to see Aladdin, Aladdin for if you're not going to see Prince Ali? That scene was the real coming out party for uh, Will Smith. That's where Will Smith made his stamp on this movie. Uh, who directed it? Uh, Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie, right. Uh, where the whole team really made their statement that, Will Smith is going to be the genie as Will Smith. Right, He's in his not, own way. We're not yeah. going to, like, we are going to, to let him do his thing or we're going to write it around Will Smith. He was so 
good as the, like I loved Will Smith yeah. as the genie. And I think that's the only way that you can be successful in that role. It, 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 like you cannot try to replicate what Robin Williams did. Right. Yeah, everybody will just fucking criticize you exactly. and and drag you. Uh, I thought that it brought a new fun twist. Totally, and that is, I mean that that is a tough that that's, that's a, such a tough bar to try right. to to reach, and right. like no. I will not come away from this saying one, I liked Will Smith's genie better than, but but they were, it's, they one, were it's different tough. enough. Right. One, it's tough because Robin Williams was great mm. as the fucking genie. And number two is he's dead. Like the, yeah. the, that for sure ramps up the pressure to put on Will Smith for some reason. For whatever reason, I don't know. Like I feel like people think that it fucking sullies whatever Robin Williams did and like he can't answer to it or something. Like, But it definitely ramped up the pressure. Oh, for sure. But he, uh, I mean, he, he made it, I would say he made it his own, but he still, it was still like, the genie. I don't know how to explain it. It was rooted in the same sort of qualities that made the genie, like, a beloved character. Exactly. And whereas Robin Williams made it super eccentric, he made it, like, He made cool. it Robin Williams, and Will Smith made it Will Smith. Right, exactly. Um, it had, it was, like, a bit uh, sing-songy. More so than like uh, Robin Williams sang and did his like big thing, and Will right, Smith but, did like the more kind of in West Philadelphia yeah. sort of thing. R- Robin Williams, as he does, like went like over the top, like huge chest sort yeah. of like performance, and Will Smith brought just like a little bit more swag. Right, Will's yeah, I'm I'm very very happy that they did not set up Will Smith. And I'll tell you, I saw uh, I saw the Prince Ali number, or at least part of it, before going into the movie, um, just like out of context. It was like, here's the big Prince Ali number. And I watched it and I was like, oh man, this is... This is like tough to watch, but I like honestly, if you watch any musical number from a musical oh, out of context, it's gonna seem a lot worse. Like I've watched ones from Mamma Mia beforehand and it's just like... None of those people are really that great at singing, yeah. and it's just like you don't – you're not in, invested in it. That's the best part about Mamma Mia. That it's they, like, they kind of uh, suck. Julie Walters, like who, who's buying that album? <laughs> right? Pierce Brosnan just absolutely dragging himself, falling down oh. the stairs trying to do musical oh. numbers. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean it's it's a lot, a lot more enjoyable than I expected it to be. Yeah. Uh, and I will say too that uh, – I didn't know what the fuck was going on with Will Smith's genie in terms of like he's blue sometimes, Color, right. he's not blue sometimes, but it makes perfect sense in the in the movie. So refresh my memory. What happened with the rollout that got everybody so mad? They showed G- they Will Smith was not blue so, on the cover of a magazine. Yeah, um, they did. Um, I don't know if it was Weekly Entertainment Weekly or uh, yeah, one of those things. He was not blue, and people were like. What the hell is going on? Why isn't he blue? Is he not going to be blue in this movie? And Will Smith said, don't worry. I'm going to be blue. And so people were like, okay, so they just haven't done the – that wasn't just like a CGI cover or something. Then they put out the trailer and they give you a first look at Will Smith and he looked fucking terrible or like really, really jarring in the first trailer. I don't know if they fixed it, but I, I definitely wasn't as distracted by I, how yeah, weird was it was. I was 0% distracted right. by, by this. So I don't know if it was because like I was used to it or if it was better. I'm not totally sure. But they came out. They did the trailer. He was blue. And everybody made fun of him for being blue. And then like after that, they were like, well, he's not going to be blue all the time. And so people were just very, very confused. I'm wondering if the shot of him on the magazine cover was just him once he's freed. 
basically, or just when he's uh, when he's disguising himself. He's like he's just a guy. And they, they, there aren't blue guys in this. Well, world. I think it was more just like him when he was disguising himself Except as a Tobias. human. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it could have been that. I I wonder though if if uh, maybe they f- did edits or like sort of switched up the story to oh, oh okay to like make him not blue all the time. What did you think of the CGI situation? I was not at all distracted. I wasn't by distracted it. by anything. Yeah, I I was. And that's, again, fun, enjoyable. Just sit back, be a dope, and let all of the loveliness hit you. Right. I mean, it it certainly wasn't a perfect movie, but there wasn't – nothing happened that was, like, bad enough to to take me out of it. Right. Where you're thinking, like, oh, like, come on. Come on, Guy Ritchie. Get (laughs) real. Uh, Here's a question I have. So they sing A Whole New World. They ride way out on the magic carpet and – then at the end, he says. By the way, they didn't really do anything cool. Like they didn't go anywhere cool. He was like, "I'll show you a whole new world," but none of it is as interesting as the place that you live. And after when they get back, she was like, "Man, you just showed me parts of Agrabah I've never seen before." It's like, so you just like rode around town? You're right. <laughs> you just went like. I will say the um, the like she falls for him pretty quickly without him actually doing anything. Yeah. I was like, you're way too easy to win over for, like, a really, really hot princess. Well, I mean, princess. she's used to hanging out with Nassim Pedrad's character, True. who is awesome. <laughs> she is awesome and, like, the dumbest person ever. I want, if they, if, there's, if they make a sequel to this one that goes straight to video, instead of uh, only paying to bring back Iago, only... just, like, bring back Nassim Pe- Pedrad. They I should call the it the, the Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, she which... was... She was great. She, uh, she had a... I don't even know if she had a chemistry with Will Smith, but I just love that storyline. Same. And uh, also in this movie is Billy Magnuson, who plays the dumbest person ever, as he often does. Who's Billy Magnuson? The guy who plays the first prince who tries to court her. Oh, he, yes. He, that poor guy. I thought that. I was like, He's man. typecast in, as to being like an absolute fucking idiot D- all the time. Is he Swedish? His name is Billy, and his name is Magnuson, so probably. Oh, okay. And he's blonde. So, yeah. I mean, his name is William Magnuson. Right. So that yes. is as... Uh, uh, he looks Swedish, and... and He's very, very handsome, and he's also a very good actor and very funny. So I hope. So I mean, what else is he? He's in? literally in everything. Is he in Pitch Perfect too? Is he one of those guys? I don't think so. Uh, but look up, machine? look up Billy Magnuson's IMDb profile. You will be stunned by how many things he's in. Ah, so he's in um uh Ingrid Goes West. He plays the psycho brother. Oh, really? That's him? Yeah. Wow, that guy is a psycho. So maybe he's American. Sure. Who knows? Uh, so they, they do a whole new world. They ride way out uh, enough to sing a whole song. Like, so it, we're talking depending on if it's like a Carly Rae Jepsen get in, get out, <laughs> or if it's a like an epic. It's probably like two to three minutes, right? They do a whole new world. They get to the end and they're like looking at each other, and Aladdin says, uh, "We should probably go back." Uh, what? are they doing on that what's that three minute ride back like they skip over that and i was immediately fascinated by it you sang and did this super cool thing the whole time and then on the way back it's like all right had to be like three minutes of silence just being right. like fuck it's like, like shit like so um she can invite me in do you want gum <laughs> i have some uh i have some gum what about a do you think mint we're gonna need gum? do you need a mint we gonna we gonna need gum here 
Yeah. Yeah, by the way, this is us, this is us giving uh, dating advice, uh, everybody. This yes. is what, so, end of a date, just get quiet for a second, then loudly ask about gum, a la Chandler Bing and Michelle Goodacre, except uh, there is no kiss and play nope. with uh, Michelle Goodacre and Chandler Bing. Of course, she was offering it to him, and he turned it down because it wasn't sugarless. Also, uh, if we're making friends connections, both... Uh, both two characters in that sh- in that show have a pet monkey. Aladdin uh, has a pet monkey. That's right. As does as does Ross. Uh, uh, the, the monkey was was cool. Yeah, Abu was cool. Again, I'm 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 disappointed that Iago was just. I mean, they they, they did try to make him something, but it was it wasn't cool. Yeah, like, it was. He was just an extension of Jafar, who was lame as shit. Yeah, the I, I needed better bad guys. He didn't even have a cool voice. I mean, it's you're never gonna match Gilbert Gottfried in, in how weird he is, um, but like didn't have a cool voice. Yeah, the uh, the Cave of Wonder scene, cool. I'm trying to see if I have any other uh, notes on this. Um, but like to speak, going back to Will Smith, it's the movie to prove your point that like Aladdin is about the genie. Yeah, the movie exponentially picks up as soon as Will Will Smith shows up. Yeah. Like, it becomes... Like, his first scene was awesome in the Cave of Wonder, is what it's called. Cave of Wonders. Yeah. That scene, like, his introduction scene is awesome. Um, And just, like, at that point, it was when I really, really realized that I'm I'm in on this. Yeah. Were you wondering uh, if he was... No pun intended. uh, If he was going to... Do you remember what Robin Williams' first line is? No. He uh, gets out of the lamp and he's like, uh, he lets out like a big yell and he's like, 10,000 years in the cave of wonders will give you such a crick in the neck. And he fixes his neck. I was wondering if Will Smith was going to say that. And he didn't. No, he did. uh, He stretched, though. He did a downward dog. Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Will Smith, very good in this movie. Really good. I'm going to continue to see it. Uh, I got to shout out uh, movies because... I saw three movies in theaters within a week span, all of which were really good that I wanted to see and that I liked. Actually, you know what? I'll take this back. I didn't necessarily want to see Aladdin. I, oh, I definitely, I I definitely didn't want to see Aladdin. The rollout was so the, bad. One of the worst promotional campaigns that I've ever seen in my life. And enough people said, uh-oh, this is going to be a disaster, that I was like, all right, they can't all be wrong. Uh, guess who was all wrong? Them. Everyone? Yeah. yeah. But, I, I mean, to, to to a certain extent, like people didn't dig in. Because I've seen people write that it's a like it's a good movie. One of the guys I trust, I think we talked about it um, like a, a week or two ago. Vince Mancini was like, "Yeah, this is a really fun spectacle." And Hell so yeah. he also, I mean, he wrote too that it was like a it had certain woke elements to it that like like it it goes into politics a little bit. And oh, I mean the the scene where Aladdin first meets. Um, where Aladdin first comes in after being introduced as Prince Ali, and uh, he's there to meet Jasmine because he's a prince. Right. And I mean, it's all class politics. Right. Uh, he is just stupidly problematic and a real dummy, really tripping over himself. Right. He's, uh, what does he say? He's, uh, he's like, oh, I want to buy like, Are you buy here you? to buy something? And he's Hilarious like, Hilarious scene, by the way. And she's like, well, what? And he's like, you? <laughs> That scene was fucking unbelievable. Because he's so nervous and saying all the wrong things, tripping over his words. It's insanely and problematic. there the whole time right. being like, like, just calling out every single one like, ah, oh, yikes, no, we don't say that. <laughs> right, yeah. 
I mean, if if we were doing like our uh, our Oscar movie reviews where we discuss is it problematic, yeah. this would get a, a two out of two or whatever the full score is because it is definitely problematic. Because but there was in the funny... way that you want it to be problematic, and they explicitly address that it is problematic. Right, where you're making fun of the problematic person. It's like, hey, what is the worst possible thing someone can do in this setting? Right. What should somebody not do? They do that. And then you've got somebody basically like the mirror of of you or like the Greek chorus being like, this is not this. This is problematic. (laughs) You are not supposed you are not supposed to go up to a a woman and say, like, hi, um, here to buy you, please. (laughs) Hello, hot. Hello, hot lady. Please let me buy you. Problematic uh, on the Sultan. That Jasmine and Nassim Pedrad are like, all right, yikes, this party sucks. We're getting out of here. She leaves, uh, and this sultan says, don't worry. Uh, you'll have you another need, chance. You'll have another chance. Uh, you want to come to dinner tonight? Yes. You seem rich. Uh, yeah. I did uh, I don't remember. I don't remember the first Aladdin, but does, uh, does Jasmine become the sultan at the end? I, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. Because she had like a real like empowering uh, finale to this movie. So, yes, like, they make was... her the Sultan, which uh, you're wondering, hey, uh, like, is she interested in leading? Is she like, like with any t- time in a movie where like they make the uh, like the dumbass prince becomes the the king, and everyone's right. like, oh, this guy's just this guy's just been riding dad's coattails, doesn't know uh, anything here. The good thing in this case was you didn't need to wonder like. Does she even want to lead? Because everyone else is so inept that you're like, might as well. She has to might lead. Might as well, like, try a random person. <laughs> and this seems like one of the smarter people we've seen in this right. movie. Yeah. So, like, it's either her or, I don't know, like, a booze so pretty crafty that compared to the Everybody in this movie is so dumb. Except for Jasmine and, uh, and the street smarts of Aladdin. But yeah, I mean, Aladdin does not have game. I think that uh, Will Smith, uh, the genie, actually says that to him. He's like, have you ever spoken to a woman before? <laughs> right. Yeah. He's he's an absolute train wreck. Uh, but fun movie. Go see it. I'm going to see it again. Uh, Absolutely. Let's talk about more movies, but let's do a, a thing first. Hey, if you want to see the world like Aladdin, well, then you should probably get some away travel luggage because cool. it's great luggage and it's designed uh, by people who know what they're doing. They use high quality materials Couldn't be me. <laughs> while offering lower prices compared to other brands and they cut out the middlemen and that helps sell directly to you. You can choose from nine colors and four sizes. There's the carry on, the bigger carry on, the medium or the large. So I don't think I need to explain what, what those are. Um, and there are key design features. All suitcases are made with premium German polycarbonate, unrivaled in strength and impact resistant. They're also lightweight. The interior features a patent-pending compression system, which is helpful for overpackers like me. I love to overpack. Hell yeah. If you don't overpack, you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, you're crazy. Four 360-degree spinner wheels that guarantee a smooth ride no matter what direction you're going. TSA-approved combination lock built into the top of the bag to prevent theft. There's also a removable washable laundry bag that helps keep dirty clothes separate from clean, which is a classic problem uh, when you are traveling. Both sizes of the carry-on are able to charge all cell phones, tablets, e-readers, and anything else that's powered by a USB cord. There's a single charge uh, 
a single charge of the away carry-on uh, charger thing will charge your iPhone five times. It also comes with a lifetime warranty. If anything breaks, they'll fix it for you or replace it for you for life. You can get a 100-day trial with the uh, away suitcases as well. You live with it, vibe with it, travel with it, Instagram it. Do whatever you want with it. Uh, if the, at any point you decide it's not for you, return it for a full refund, no questions asked. Free shipping on any away order within the lower 48 states. Carry-on sizes that are, that are compliant with U, all U.S. major airlines while maximizing the amount you can pack. So, if you want to get an away suitcase, which you should because they're amazing. They sent me one. I love it. Uh, I haven't used it yet. But it's very, very cool, and I'm very excited to use it. Nice. I have. They didn't send me one yet. I know, and you have. Uh, you there, have asked. There's some confusion there. They're like, "Hey, we sent you guys." This is them. not one of those circumstances where, where like, like I hog something. Yeah. You were included on the email. You asked for one. You put in your order. You got. Actually, I don't even think you put in your order. You were like, "Hey, I'd like, like one," and they were like, "They're like, cool, man, rad." Like, and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we are sending it to this guy and not you. I've got a trip coming up in a couple weeks, so I'm going to try to – actually, I'm traveling circle quite back. a bit. In the, yeah, I'm going to circle back, see if they can get me that. Uh, I mean, I've, I've always got the Efron bag, but the but Away makes such great stuff that yeah. I would like to have that. So if you want to get your Away suitcase, you can go to uh, awaytravel.com slash brunch, and then you have to use promo code brunch during checkout, and that gets you $20 off your, uh, wow. off your order. So – uh, again, to awaytravel.com slash brunch, code brunch at checkout. $20 off your uh, off your away suitcase. It's a very, very cool product. Go out and get one. Neato mosquito. Um, yeah, very glad to have seen three good movies in the theater in a week. I don't know when the last time I had even been to the movies was prior to John Wick uh, 3. So the, the three movies, John Wick... Uh, chapter three, Booksmart, chapter one, Aladdin, chapter one. No, chapter two. Second edition. Chapter, chapter read. No, it's not. No, chapter, chapter two is the return of Jafar. That's true. It'd be chapter one, uh, second edition or something like that. Chap, uh, it would be, uh. Reissue? Yes, it would be, uh, Aladdin patch two. Yes. Oh, is that a video game thing? It's, yeah, well, like, it's it's a computer thing. Uh It's like you, you release a patch and it fixes things. Neat. Um, <laughs> um, we will talk. To- I, I saw three movies too. What'd you see? I saw John Wick, Aladdin, and I saw Detective Pikachu. Oh yeah, that was. Um, I'll tell you what it wasn't. What for me? Okay, it wasn't for me. I guess <laughs> what you were saying that was an interesting uh, allocation of time. That it came down to the night before <laughs> you had to choose between Booksmart and Aladdin because you had used. Uh, your other movie watching time on Detective Pikachu. Well, I was gonna go see Booksmart. The time time uh, slots didn't work out, so mm-hmm. I ended up going to see Detective Pikachu. It was uh, it was cute and like there were redeeming qualities about it, but overall, I was a little disappointed. I love Pokemon, and uh, I thought it was I love Ryan Reynolds, and I thought it was like a somewhat cool premise. It just didn't deliver for me. It didn't hit the right notes. Seemed stupid. It's, that's what I'm saying. That's right down the pipe. It yeah. was very fucking stupid. Uh, well, there's actually more where that came from. Not in stupidity, but in movies. But this is another big week. We've got Rocket Man coming out Friday, and you told me Ma comes out Friday. Yeah. Well, I'm very personally invested. Well, this podcast is very yeah. personally invested in Ma. That it. Am I making up that Linda Cardellini's also in it, or she's she's in not it? in it? I oh, don't think. she was in the other scary movie. 
Oh, wait, what's the, which one is um, she in? The Curse of La Llorona, I think it was. Uh, we didn't see that. Maybe I'll maybe I'll see that. Speaking of Linda Cardellini, did you watch... Uh, Still haven't watched Dead to Me. Everyone has given it fantastic reviews. It's very good. Uh, I was doing some Netflixing the other day, and instead of watching Dead to Me, I watched Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shacked Me. <laughs> nice, man. <laughs> Just a real... I can see how you made that mix-up. I don't, I don't know why I wanted to check in and be like... How watching dead to me was... and i don't know about this no like i just want to know like how <laughs> stupid was austin powers like when you check in with like adam sandler movies that we saw when we were kids and you see him now you're like man that's some stupid ass shit that, yeah. that i was laughing at uh austin powers is so stupid yeah but that's the fucking point yeah like it wasn't terrible uh rewatching it i'll tell you what character just is the worst if they if they Got rid of this character, the second Austin Powers, I would say, great movie, I'll watch it all day. Who? Fat Bastard. Well, yeah, Fact, I mean... What a, what a, just a, what a... Well, in, in especially in, like, a uh, Austin Powers universe where they have so many characters that are just, like, oh, just hit it right on the nose, unbelievable performances and stuff. Yeah. It's just like, nah, I didn't need that. I'll tell you this. He's one-trick pony. Right, total one-trick pony. Like, do you... Once he's made the first joke, but also you, one fat bastard joke, you've heard them all. Right, that's so so true. But also in the in the Austin Powers universe, where like everything is so fucking stupid, and like the time that it came out, which is what late early two thousands, yeah, like super problematic, just like super fucking oh, yeah. dumb, like so much dumb shit. I was, I was uh, taken aback by. I think I think there was one. I saw one white person in the second Austin Powers, and it was during the scene where they see the uh, the missile or whatever it is. It looks like a a penis, yeah. And they're like, "Hey, that looks like a Johnson. Get back yeah. over here. <laughs> yeah. Do you see this like uh, like Wang? And it's uh, a, uh, there's a pilot. It's a uh, champ kind, aka okay. uh, Todd Packer. Yep, uh, is flying, sees it." And he calls to the other guy that's flying, and uh, it's a black guy. Okay. That's the only black guy I saw. Oh, you said the, you the, said the only white guy the first time around. I was like, I'm oh really? Think, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'm thinking. Uh, like, what, no, did you watch the right movie? Mike Myers played most of them, but it was, yeah. <laughs> they, they were mainly played by one one white guy. Uh, yeah, there was only one black guy that I saw the entire movie. Interesting. The other big takeaway uh, that movie could have been called. Check out how hot Heather Graham is. They took every opportunity to be like, yo, you know which hot person we've got in this movie? Heather Graham. Same thing, same exact thing could be said for uh, the first one with... Uh, I got to rewatch it to see if they were like that with Elizabeth Hurley. Yeah, they for sure were. Uh, I, I'll tell you, I love Heather Graham. I don't she's think that's great. A, yeah, she's she's like, she's gorgeous, awesome, uh, funny in that movie, as funny as somebody can be in that stupid movie. Overall, I, it's hilarious to, to go back and, and think that they got Beyonce for the third one. <laughs> just like, yeah. just a person who at this point in time, and probably at like, any point in time, was way dumb. over the pay grade of Austin fucking Powers. Yeah, I mean, was that her uh, Was that her acting debut? I don't know if it was her debut, but that was like probably her coming out party. What was, I'm forgetting the hip opera she uh, was in but i think that was just like on mtv or something so yeah um i don't know i don't know if my next move is to uh watch dead to me which i probably should watch or to go to watch the first austin powers i'll tell you though 
been it's been a weird couple. And I, I I spread it out. I spread out Austin Powers two over two nights, uh, like while falling asleep. I, I'll, and I will say there's like almost a thousand percent chance that we're getting another Austin Powers movie at some point in, in the future because they threw it on Netflix. All of it. Probably, and also because it's it's been rumored for fucking forever, and it it doesn't seem like, um, like uh, fuck, what's his name? I'm blanking on his name. Mike Myers. Mike Myers is is like up to better things. He was just starting Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh so. yeah, he was very very good in Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> fuck off, and, uh, sweaty Jeff Lynn Pigman. But yeah, like it's gonna be terrible too because it's just we're too far detached from the franchise. Like we're but everything now is like another sequel or a re- a reboot. That's what every movie right. is right now. It's what makes me appreciate John Wick so much even though i guess they're continuing to make sequels to that but it's not like uh like 15 years later let's make another john wick right. movie let's john just wick churn is just those like babies out doing its own thing i don't know i'm pretty glad though uh movies are happening again hell yeah movies I'm, are back i'm excited to see rocket man i think it's going to be very interesting if for better or for worse exactly um i'm excited to see ma that's for sure going to be interesting probably for worse but i'm very excited to talk about it um but the third one, Godzilla, the uh, early reviews coming up for Godzilla, and our guy Randy's in it, but mm-hmm. he may not want to admit it because it is getting fucking crushed. Man, that stinks. I I will, Which, uh, I will categorize myself as uh, not the target audience for a movie like same. Godzilla. Yeah, I was never excited for it. I don't. I was care. only excited for the cast. Right. I mean, but I, I don't care about superheroes, monsters, anything like that. Although. Monsters vs. Aliens, if you haven't seen it. Did you ever see that movie? I don't think so. So good. Monsters vs. Aliens, uh, Reese Witherspoon, Will Arnett, Seth Rogen. Great, great movie. Uh, check that out. But yeah, I, I don't care about monster things uh, unless, like, The Rock is in it. Right, and none of the... Yeah, because then it's just, like, a fun, dumbass movie. Right, that, then like, at least you know what it's going to be because The Rock's <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I was never excited for Godzilla, King of the Monsters. I was. Randy. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, outside Randy's of the outside of the cast, movie. yeah, and also so is sweaty Kyle Chandler and Millie Bobby Brown and uh, and uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr. and Thomas Middleditch. Like, yes. how the fuck can you not get up for a cast like that? They but showed that trailer. none of the tra- none of the trailer. I was like, ooh, that looks cool as shit. Mm. It's just like. It's just like monster porn. I think it was before Aladdin they showed that trailer, which I wonder if, like, should you be showing monster stuff before a kid's movie? Anyway. That's, uh, I mean, and not it, to go back to Aladdin, but, like, is it a kid's movie? It It is, like, in certain it's ways. It's for everyone. It's for everyone. Yeah. Um, it's E for everyone. But yeah, when they showed that, uh, that uh, trailer, I was like, man, we probably caught this at the time, but that is the sweatiest Kyle Chandler's ever been. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So sweaty. It's, it's the trailer just like it does it not. It's very dark. It's very dark. Like, very can we, rainy. Can we like play with the tint or the brightness? Raining Shockless. all the time. If people are only talking about like we gotta we gotta set him free. And I did we see gotta, that was one of the one of the uh, reviews. I haven't read any reviews, but like one of the headlines was like that's it. The whole movie like it is like <laughs> that like dark where you're trying. Didn't that happen with Game of Thrones? People were mad. Yeah, they the big see. battle. And you can't see it too dark. Yeah, I saw um, a guy that I trust, Mike Ryan, for Uprox was, I mean, he he had like the most scathing headline that I've seen in a long, long time um, when talking about the about that movie. I'll bring it up. It's it's uh, it's really bad. It's it says, "Oh God, I really all caps really 
disliked Godzilla King of the Monsters. Two plus hours of an incoherent plot and dark, rainy CGI where the action is incomprehensible. Atrocious. Ooh. And then in uh, in parentheses, for the record, I liked Godzilla 1 and Kong Skull Island. Ah, so it sounds like this movie, sounds like this movie is like uh, above water the Meg. Did you see the Meg? <laughs> yes, I did. But like, even the Meg was silly and dumb as shit and like they advertise it as such so you can go into the meg being like all right i'm about to watch a patently absurd shark movie with jason statham right cool i'm in i forgot that jason statham was in that until you just said that right so like the godzilla has an unbelievable cast so like that sets the bar a little higher and also it's self-serious so that sets the bar even higher Mm. and it just seems like it's if, if aladdin is a movie that's for everyone it, that headline makes it sound like Godzilla is a movie for no one. Mm, I can't uh, lower my expectations, though. It's a it's a Randy movie. He's never steered me wrong. Uh, the one where they uh, I do like ha- I do like the idea of being able to hold a terrible movie above Randy's head, though, because like everything that Randy's been in has been pretty good. Right. Should be like, hey, uh, nice nice choice with that blockbuster, Randy. <laughs> right? Like, remember when Randy was going in on the snowman? Yeah. Now we can be like, hmm, well, you're one to fucking talk. You were in Godzilla. See, that's why I don't think I – I'm going to come away from it – I know myself. I'm going to come away from it not You're gonna hating like it, it as much as yeah. everybody else. I'm not going to love it or anything because if so, then I'm like the opposite of a person who likes monster movies because then I'll seemingly be the only one that likes the monster movie that people disliked and I'll be the one that when people love a monster movie, I'm like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'll tell you. The only the, – but in the meantime, we've got uh, – a more important monster movie. The monster that is Ma. Double feature coming Friday. Uh, f- uh, Rocket Man, Ma. Can't wait.